Move by Mamma Mia is the exercise app for anybody, anywhere. And in case you missed it, we dropped a brand new stretching collection that can be used to improve mobility and bookend your favourite sweat sessions. Mamma Mia subscribers get unlimited access to Move and we drop new workouts every single week. If you're on the hunt for movement that makes you feel good, head to move.mamamia.com.au and use the code MOVE10 to get $10 off a yearly subscription. You're listening to a Mamma Mia podcast. Mamma Mia acknowledges the traditional owners of land and waters that this podcast is recorded on. From Mamma Mia, hi, I'm Claire Murphy. Welcome to The Quickie, getting you up to speed daily. When July 1 arrives, many Australians get a little excited. For them, a new financial year means they might be up for a bit of cash back from the Australian tax office. Their claimed offsets showing they didn't need to pay as much to the government as they took. But not this year. This year, a crucial tax factor is missing, one that we've been enjoying since 2019 one that 10 million of us claimed in the years since. Will you have to pay more this year too? We find out who this tax change impacts and the other ways in which you might end up having to negotiate a payment plan with the ATO this financial year. But first, news headlines for Wednesday, July 26. Indigenous activist Noel Pearson says Australia has a default position of saying no first to First Nations people and that fear is the only thing holding back constitutional recognition in the voice to Parliament. Pearson says the Power Board of Australia has the Aboriginal switch on no where it's been for the past 250 years, saying First Nations people deserved recognition in 1788 and didn't get it. The switch was on no. In 1901, with the Constitution, the switch was no. He said even when the nation voted to remove racist clauses from the Constitution in 1967, it still said no to Indigenous recognition. Mr Pearson says fear is stopping Indigenous people from moving forward with reconciliation, saying fear is the best weapon against reform and change, and fear is why the switch will never be yes. Sexual consent advocate Chanel Contos has spoken at an inquiry into how the justice system handles sexual assault cases in Australia, saying the systems are not keeping up. Contos told the Parliamentary Committee that where it comes to sexual violence committed out of opportunity, entitlement, problematic attitudes or a misunderstanding of consent, the systems fall short and seeing that these factors make up the vast majority of cases, Australia's inability to handle this has made it so that as a country we have essentially decriminalised rape. Just 1.7% of total reported sexual assault crimes in this country end in a conviction. The head of Australia's National Research Organisation for Women and safety, saying it's no surprise that more sexual assault survivors do not come forward. The son of basketball legend LeBron James has been rushed to hospital after suffering a cardiac arrest. 18-year-old Bronny was working out at the University of Southern California where he plays for the Trojans basketball team when he collapsed. He was taken to hospital and placed into the ICU where they managed to stabilise him. A family spokesperson says he's no longer in the ICU. His parents, Savannah and LeBron, thanking the USC staff for helping save their son. 
A huge pod of pilot whales has begun to beach themselves in Western Australia. The pod of more than 80 animals was spotted off the coast of Chains Beach, 60 kilometres east of Albany Monday night, before starting to strand themselves on the shoreline last night. People are being asked to stay away from the beach, even if their intentions are to help. The Department of Biodiversity, Conservation and Attractions saying they understand the public's concern, but the health and well-being of the animals is their priority. Aussie swimmer Kayleigh McEwen is now the first swimmer in history to simultaneously hold the 100-metre backstroke titles at the World Long and Short Course Championships, Olympic Games and Commonwealth Games. After a controversial disqualification from the 200-metre individual medley, McEwen bounced back to win the 100-metre backstroke just outside her own world record at the World Championships in Japan. It was Australia's fifth gold medal for the championships. That's your latest news headlines in a moment. Today's Deep Dive. Since the new financial year kicked in from July 1, Aussies who were quick to get their tax returns done with the hope of a nice return to kickstart the savings or assist in that much-wanted purchase didn't go to plan. Many are reporting instead of getting a few hundred or a couple of thousand back from the taxman, instead, they're having to pay the ATO. Their reactions range from confusion. I don't understand how you tax me so much and then you're telling me that I still owe you money. To acceptance. So I owe the ATO $3,790.40. Despair. I owe three thousand. $249. And for this 23-year-old WA miner who lives in a restricted area where everything is already more expensive, let alone during a cost-of-living crisis, outright rage, posting this tongue-in-cheek fight video after getting his estimate. Right! How the f*** do I owe the ATO two grand when I gave them 48 The Prime Minister, Anthony Tony, whatever the f*** your name is, your knob. Send me your address because I am pulling up scrapping because you're not helping a brother out. Just a side note, we don't condone going to the PM's house and challenging him to a scrap. There are stacks of experts online giving advice on why you may have to pay tax this year instead of getting a nice little refund. It could be that you work multiple jobs and have ticked the tax-free threshold more than once on your forms. Maybe when you add up all your income streams, including investment properties, you just haven't paid enough tax overall. You could have exceeded the Medicare levy threshold. Maybe you have a help debt. Or if you sold a property or the contents of your crypto wallet, you forgot to consider capital gains tax. But there is one major difference happening at tax time this year, which is catching a stack of people out. Mark Chapman is the Director of Tax Communications at H&R Block Australia. Mark, why are so many people who usually see a return when they do their tax getting hit with a bill this year in particular? Yeah, well, the low middle income tax offset, unfortunately, no longer exists this year. It was actually abolished on the 30th of June 2022, so just over a year ago. Having said that, I think it's probably fair to say that most people didn't notice it being abolished because the way you actually got the offset was through your tax return. And therefore, the first tax return that's affected is the current one, the one for the 30th of June 2023. And therefore, lots of taxpayers are suddenly noticing for the first time that the low middle income tax offset simply isn't there. Who does that impact the most? 
Well, the, the biggest impact is on what you might call middle-income earners, so people who are earning between 48000 and 90000 because they got the maximum amount of the offset, which was $1,500. So therefore, for those taxpayers, they've lost out on the entire $1,500, and that is you know, obviously quite noticeable and quite painful. Having said that, all taxpayers earning less than $126,000 received at least some of the offsets. So all of those taxpayers would have noticed that there's been a bit of a drop in their refund or even potentially some tax payable this year. So say you're in that bracket where you got the maximum 1500 So that accounts for $1,500 of a potential tax bill that you wouldn't have seen before. But a lot of people are posting online that they're owing anywhere between you know $2,500 to nearly $7,000 who might exist in that bracket. What else is contributing to people having to pay tax this year? Yeah, well, there are probably a couple of major factors. First of all, if you claimed working from home deductions in the past, the ATO has tinkered with the rules and made them much tighter. You know, the old 80 cents shortcut rate and also the old 52 cent rate have been abolished and they've been replaced with a combined 67 cent fixed rate, which first of all has increased substantiation requirements. So you've got to be able to prove every single hour that you work from home. In addition, you've also got to have supporting evidence for each of the individual expenses. So, so for example, for heating and lighting, you've got to have a uh, gas or an electricity bill. And therefore, if taxpayers can't meet those substantiation requirements, they're potentially cut out of claiming home-related deductions altogether. So that could potentially count for some of the difference. Another difference is quite simply that the tax thresholds haven't changed. You know, I mean, that's the case every year, but This year in particular, we've got very high rates of inflation, though that is often feeding through into increased pay. So if you got a pay rise this year, the chances are that it would have been over 5%. And therefore, you could simply be earning more. That could well have pushed you into one of the higher tax thresholds. And therefore, you've got more tax to pay. What about help debts this year? We know that indexation saw them rise quite considerably recently, but that will probably impact you, what, in your next financial year, not this financial year, tax return. But I know that there was some indexation that increased it in the year just gone. Will we see that influence people's tax returns this year? Well, it will certainly influence the amount of student debt that people have, you know, because the rate of indexation is, again, pegged to the rate of inflation. So therefore, in the 2022 year, there was something like a 39 or 4% increase in the level of student debts caused by indexation. In this current year, indexation was over 7%. So therefore, the amount of your student loan will have gone up by, you know, a significant amount, you know, $7,000 for every $100,000 that you owe. And assuming that inflation stays relatively high, there could well be another substantial increase to your student debt next year. So, you know, many people are seeing their student debt increase faster than they're able to pay it down, which is obviously not a good outcome. So the moral of that story is if you have the capacity to pay it down as much as you can this year, that might be a good idea. Absolutely, yes. Can we talk about the Medicare levy for a moment? You mentioned that you might have got a pay increase that might put you in a higher tax bracket. Will that influence how much Medicare levy you pay and how do you offset that? Well, potentially, yes, because obviously the more you earn, the more you pay. 
particularly the Medicare levy surcharge. So, you know, if, for example, you're single and you've gone above the $90,000 threshold, you're now potentially liable to the Medicare levy surcharge. And therefore, it's important that you look at getting health insurance in order to avoid that surcharge. That's the sort of thing that potentially people aren't aware of, and that can potentially lead to some quite expensive bills when their tax bill comes in. So you've got a tax bill this year and you're worried. What can you do about it? I mean, if you can't pay a tax bill, I would certainly advise that you don't bury your head in the sand and hopefully it goes away because it won't. You can enter into a payment plan with the ATO. The ATO are quite you know, relatively generous in their terms. You can potentially do that by phoning the ATO. Or in addition, you can actually go online and you can simply set up a payment plan online. You don't have to speak to anybody and it will be accepted straight away, provided it's reasonable. And you can potentially spread out your debt over a much longer period rather than having the upfront payment, which could be quite painful. What's the worst case scenario, Mark, if you do bury your head in the sand? Oh, well, if you do bury your head in the sun, unfortunately, you're likely to get some further action from the ATO. Potentially, they could actually appoint debt collectors. You know, you really don't want to do that if you've got trouble paying, provided you tell the ATO. As I say, you will be able to enter into some kind of payment plan. But if you don't, you know, you're potentially looking at some quite harsh action from the ATO to recover the debt. The Quickie is produced by myself, Claire Murphy, and our executive producer, Callie Borg, with audio production by Tom Lyon. 